Level 42, back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, any questions for JP? I think he's uh, very close to upcoming. So any questions for the great man, Double eight, double three. that is our text machine. you got questions about the Super Round because JP's coming. It's time for the Jeremy Paul Show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and Jeremy Paul. Jeremy Paul Show! Yoo-hoo! Uh, the Brumbies' finest. Jeremy Paul, welcome in, JP. Oh, kia ora, bro. Uh, can't say I was the finest. Definitely can say I was a legend. <laughs> <laughs> It was a lot finer than me, mate. It was a lot finer. Oh, than me. but what a setup you were in! That that era of Brumbies rugby was magic, mate. It was it, particularly when you like now when you look sort of twenty years later, right? And you, you never really realise when, like, because you, you hear players all the time, right? Like when they, particularly like if they win individual awards, and and same with myself when I when I was very fortunate to win the John Eels medal and. You never really understand the enormity of it until you retire and, and retire for a long time too. Like it's 15, 16 years now. And then to see the player, the calibre of players, and I suppose where Australian rugby is right now. Um, but even looking at the all-black side now and looking at some of the great all-black players I got to play against um, and how they would match it against, against current all-black players now. Same with English, French, you know, Irish rugby. Um yeah, you, you knew. Uh, I know I was in a pretty incredible era, like not just for Australian rugby, but also for world rugby mm. in terms of the caliber of players and where they stand, and in terms of great, great players, like best of all time. So, yeah, mate, I count myself very lucky to have experienced it. Yeah, I often hear that from players who've played at the top, and they say, you don't realize it when you're in it. No, no, there's no way. Like, you. Because you, you, you're in the moment. Look, I, I always, when people sort of ask me about, you know, being a professional rugby player, like I I, I try to explain, I said, look, you're, you're in this fake world, right? Like, and it's, a lot of it is like 95% of it is naivety and ignorance with with a huge dash of ego, right? Like, so you, you're just in this complete, utter different world where, because it, mate, there's no other workplace where, you will review your week's performance as detailed as a as a sports person. Like, like you rip yourself apart weekly, mm-hmm. and then and, and the added pressure on top of that of media and now with social media, because um, everyone's got an opinion. That the 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 extremities of of what the current player has, I suppose, has to go through. But but just overall, like we also like it will never change. But that revision and that absolute brutal honesty is you'll never get that, mate. Can you imagine rocking up into the workforce next week and your manager comes down and says, Staff, mate, you know what? You you, you missed you messed up at, you know, twelve past three, like you you said the wrong word. Like that's the level of detail. Right? <laughs> like oh yeah, you you you've said this fact, but it's completely wrong. Like the level of detail to the scrutiny of making yourself better for the following week. But and then there's no other workplace 
where a week can make a world of difference. Like, you know, when you, like the old cliche of when a rugby player will say, oh, look, we'll get, we'll, we'll go back to the drawing board, have a look, and next week's another game. And you, you seriously live week to week. And it's a, yeah, it's a hell of a journey, mate. Mm. Um, questions. Of course, we've got one from your old mate, the Blues diehard Ken, has got a question for you. Get it. JP, Blues Brumby Sunday, this is our game. Can you stop the Blues, JP? It's the best game of the round. What's the main Brumby strength with the new rules? I've taken Blues 13 plus and we won't be stopped. <laughs> wow. Tell us how you really feel, Ken. Um, <laughs> No, look, they were impressive against the Highlands, didn't they? They blew out to a 31-5 lead. And it wasn't actually from structured play. A lot of it was it was reminiscent of the old Crusaders, where if you would you would like the Highlanders hot on attack, constantly um, you know giving themselves options, and then one little mistake and there'd be an 80-meter try. Like uh, that's allowed. I mean, my God, like no, no. their back line, their back line is smoking hot. Like it is. Uh, and Roger Tuivasa, shake my boy. Um, so good to see him feeling, looking more comfortable, isn't he? Mm. Um, he's looking real. And Bowden Barrett at 10. Um, oh, look, what about having AJ Lamb on the bench? Like, come on. Like, that's just, it's just ridiculous. Um, Definitely the round. I mean, I thought the Brumbies were were patchy at times um, because that's first round, right? First round jitters. Um, but I thought I thought overall they were very good. And we spoke about Lonergan last week, right, before the game and said how important he was. What about that brilliance of him taking that quick kick? Mm. And even even Andy Muirhead was well, – he was talking to the touch judge, the assistant touch judge, put his mouth guard in and scored the try. So, look, I, I think it will be interesting, like, how they use again, like, I think with Nick White – I haven't actually seen the side, bro. Like, is it is who starting? Like, who have we got any names for the yeah. for, which, for the Brumbies? For the Brumbies, I'm going to get that for you if we just uh, pause and reflect. And uh, I've, got, I've got the Blues side. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a team, right? What a hell of a team! Like, I thought, I thought um, Satutu was 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 very good in terms of his ball running last week. I'd like to see. Their tight five, mate, work incredibly hard too. And they even had played, like they had that young Cameron uh, Suafa. He was simbin for 10 minutes, silly play, young kid. But they, they actually scored points. Um, and I think, that, I think the pleasing thing for the Blues, though, was they didn't let any points in in the second half. And that's, that's what wins your championship. So, oh, look, it's a big ask for the Brumbies to go over there and, and to actually win a game not only in New Zealand but against the red-hot side. So, look, I don't think it's going to be 13-plus. Um, I'm assuming I'm assuming Noel Alicio and, and Nick White will start this weekend because um, I think Lonigan will, will bring a lot off the bench. But even if he starts, like, I think... Uh, this kid, man, he's showing he's showing a great temperament and and actually far greater years of experience than what he sh- what he should actually have. So, um, I've got yeah, the Brumbies you, team now. I've got it. Yep. Who we got? So we got Slipper, Lonigan, Ala Alatoa. Yeah. Nick Frost oh, and Neville at the locks. Yeah. Valentini Samu and Rory Scott on the open side. Um, yep. Ryan Lonigan, uh, Jack Debrasini. Oh, they uh, started the same nine ten. Yep. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, yeah, it's ta- been the same backline. Tamati to Alini Yeah. 
Tool, yeah. Muirhead, and Tom Wright. And what about Young Tool? I know. Like, what about the speed? Look, you just can't replace speed, can you? Like, speed is just it's just the ultimate X factor. And his skill level from his sevens um, experience was just, it was so evident. Like, his, one of the, probably one of the tries of the year, which got disallowed because his foot was on the line. But uh, look, I, and the and the 50-20s, right? Like, mm. the, the kick over halfway, we saw two of them on the, why, I don't know why teams aren't using it more. We saw two of them um, on the weekend with the Brumbies Waratahs game, and which I thought was a try. I thought the 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 more from that um, that line out was pulled down before the line. But we saw we saw Young Jorgensen go over for his first try off the back of a fifty twenty. So I think I think being smart with using tactics like that and and controlling the territory. And I think that's what the Brumbies do do and do incredibly well as control territory. When they beat the Chiefs in New Zealand last year, not least uh, his, his kicking game was extraordinary. So, it, look, kicking, if you kick smart and you use it for territory and then back your defence, you can continually apply pressure. And I think the Blues haven't been under that. Look, we saw last year they came out towards the end of the season and were battling really hard. Um, we'll see if that season... Look, they've got a... This is the one thing that I do love about the Blues is, yep, they lost last year and that's that's makes you so hungry, man. Well, we lost the 2000 final because Sterling Mortlock couldn't kick one goal. Um, but we um, – oh, I see you didn't laugh at that one. It was his fault, by the way. Mortlock um, killed, a, think, killed a Bledisloe yeah, Cup three, game for us. Three, three for mate, mate. Like, come on, we tell him every time. Um, <laughs> mind you, I miss I miss Ron Cribb. I got Ron Cribb. No, no, I don't have him. Grub a kick, yep, scored a try. See, I can still remember that 23 <laughs> years later like it was yesterday. Um, but it makes you hungry. And I think as a side, they, they would have galvanised from that. So... I don't think it's going to be 13 plus. I'd love to pick the Brumbies, but um, look, I'm picking the Blues to go all the way this year. Um, they'll definitely, they're, they're my number one contenders to win the comp. What did you make of the Chiefs going to Christchurch beating the Crusaders, though? Massive. But I said that last week, right? Mm. Like I said, look, the, the time you want to play the Crusaders is in the first couple of rounds. They're slow starters. Um, because they've just got they've they've got a plethora of, of all black players, right? Like so, um, and when you've got a lot of play, like a lot of experience like that, you've got to rest them, and you've got to, and they come back a little bit weary. Um, but they 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 were sharp, the Chiefs. They was they were super sharp. Look, they and and I think the biggest difference with the New Zealand and Australian teams at the moment, like what I saw in round one, was the breakdown. Like was. Like the the continual niggle that the New Zealand teams were able to do to each other, as well as against the like the Reds last week, the Hurricanes, is if you're if you're a second late at that breakdown, they'll slow that ball down. They might not kill for it, but they'll slow it down, and that's just as well. It's not as worse, but you have to restart from. Slow. It's always about your percentages of slow to quick ball. The quicker the ball you can get, and I thought the Chiefs were were excellent there in their in their connection to the breakdown. Um, what about, it's the first time we're going to be seeing New Zealand teams up against Australian teams, uh, apart from Hurricanes Reds last week, and the Hurricanes I thought were fantastic given the searing heat and the sweat that goes along with that. I thought they, mm. were, they were brilliant last week. It probably against, I don't know, maybe the second best team in Australia. Hurricanes are thought to be the fourth best team in New Zealand. Could you see some big numbers going up in some trans-Tasman clashes this season? Yeah, I, 
I wasn't particularly. I fell asleep during the Force and Rebels game. Yeah, um, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't one to write home about. That's for sure. But look, that that two building sides. Look, the Reds. You, you just can't have two players in the bin, mate, for twenty minutes. Mm. Like it's it just it will sap you of all your energy. Um, it, yeah, they just and they made stupid errors again. They were late to the breakdown and any opportunity um, and just. Just the injection also too off the bench. I thought the hooker from the Hurricanes who came off the bench was outstanding. Um, you know, he came on, he laid on two tries. And I just think when you have those replacements come on, they have to elevate the pace of the game. They have to make an impact. And I thought the Hurricanes showed that. Because, again, like that, this has been the classic scenario, right, for Australian teams and Wallabies versus New Zealand and the All Blacks is, is we've been – competitive for 30 to 40 minutes and then at that level and at that pace we drop away with sort of 20 to 30 to go so look look I think the Reds can still can still um, improve from that performance look I wouldn't write them off I don't think that I think the Waratahs really have have grown and and I think clawed back a lot of ground with the Reds and and almost being the second best team in Australia, um, but there's a clear, distinctive difference between the Brumbies, isn't there, mate? Like, there's mm. the Brumbies. Like, we're we're pretty confident that they can go over and have a crack, and we wouldn't be surprised if they did beat the Blues this weekend. So, whereas all the other Australian teams would be like, yeah. Uh, yeah, they'll put up a good fight. These new rule variations, laws, whatever they are with the clock, is it a real a test and an advantage for a coach to try and manipulate and work out a game plan that will bring that uh, as a strength rather than a hindrance? Is, is, is there a real focus on coaching strength and adaptability with these new rules? Oh, mate, I just didn't really see a difference to be honest on the week what i did notice a big difference was the tmo like we didn't go to the tmo as much mm. like that was that was actually brilliant and that's what's actually like when you think about the complete slowing down of a game um it's good to see that the scrums are starting to um quicken up like and they had they had to mate like it was a it was atrocious the way that they were just sapping time um Mind you, we used to do that back in the old days. You just go to Billy Young, mate, drop it. We need to repack it. There's only, there's only 30 seconds left. Drop it, Bill. What about, I did notice there's no huddle before the line-out, and I used to, used to wear me down that these teams would have a little team meeting before the line-out. They haven't got time for that now. You form your line-out, you throw it in, and saw a few stolen line-outs. Mate, we, look, that's been going on for years. We used to do that, right, like coming in and like with the crowds, like particularly in South Africa, one year we had that, we were in that crowd when they gave out 20,000 drums. We had three free kicks against us because we couldn't hear the call. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Jonas, Paul Jonas, if you're listening, you did us over that day, mate. Like, you know, he's a great man, Paul Jonas. God, what a great referee. Good bloke too. Um yeah, look, again, look, if you look at the other codes, right, the other codes like rugby league in particular, they've done everything to speed the game up and to keep the ball in play. And that's what we want to see. We want to see the ball in play. If you notice, though, with all the New Zealand sides, like they're catching the ball from outside and straight away they throw in. Um, so we've seen that that evolution of that quick play. So, oh, look, mate, it'll be, I think we've got to wait a couple more rounds to see the genuine impact. But what I was super pleased with was the the the, the less TMO 
um, going to for referees, going to the TMO, and and actually making decisions and sort of staying away from that. Um, you know, trying to look at every little dip, little clash. So that was pleasing, mate. One last question's coming from Mark JP. Who was the biggest pest that you played with and against? Oh my goodness! Oh, so many pests. Oh, so many. Like I had a lot of pests, mate. Like Justin Harrison was up there because he was just—he was just so quick with his. Like he, one of the funniest guys that you've ever played with. Like he's just his. He he would have three or four blokes cracking at him, and he would just shoot him down like <laughs> bang, 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 bang with one-liners, and he wouldn't hear from them in the game, but. Oh, we we were pretty good. We played the game really ethically. Like we didn't we didn't. There wasn't really much niggle. Um, Victor Matfield actually was probably like he was. Yeah. He, he used to throw some punches and some niggle punch. Norm Maxwell actually, <laughs> he used to love it. He's. I don't know. But there you go. You got three tall blokes right over six foot eight. What's wrong with those blokes? Anytime you get your head in the clouds, man, you become an idiot. So like they talk about short man syndrome, but what about tall man syndrome? Yeah, you've like introduced the angriest tall men alive. Yeah, I'm big. I can say what I want. JP, we've got to yeah, skip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Love chatting, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Love chatting. Enjoy Super Round in Melbourne this week, and we'll catch you again next week. Oh, absolutely, and beat it, Ken. Go the Brumbies. <laughs> uh, the Brumbies, Brumbies Blues. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. Best in Australia against one of the best in New Zealand. We'll take a break.